0: Test test. Yeah, Garage Band is acting a bit weird. It's funny that the day that I wanna mentally and I guess physically deshackle myself from the laptop is the day that iOS starts being weird. And my little budget setup starts being weird. But anyway, in any case, I'm actually looking now at the Well first off. This is going to be a series of um kind of like some of my other rants you'll see that you'll notice that it's like there'll be very many many rants within the 23 24 minute rant meaning that and here's a little this is somewhat of a, a behind the scenes This is just me describing it i'll often just stop recording and then carry on with my day and or life and then Pick up where I left off. So this is kind of like... This is like... This is going to be one of those episodes where... I ain't ranting for 23 minutes straight. Um, I also have some on the stove, which is something else you guys pick up probably. I'll be like, hold on, I'm going I'm back, hold on. And then I'll go deal with the food on the stove. But... Um, first off... I'm noticing now... In the beginning of this kind of rant cast, I was sort of promoting the, the link. So say I finished recording an episode and then I upload it or whatever and then so on. I would then immediately kind of tweet out the link. As everybody does in this digital age, you have a little piece of... You produce something you try and get attention to. You spam it or you hashtag it or whatever. You post it. So on and so forth. So I was doing that through Anchor. And there was, you know, from Anchor itself. tweeting out the little link. Not noticing much. Sort of, um, you know, you get some listens in in, in the immediate. And then later on, they pick up. But I recently stopped doing that. And I recently began to, well, since 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 it's distributed to Google Play, Anchor, and so on, various other uh, podcasting platforms, I've been kind of promoting the iTunes podcasting link. And I can't really tell what this, but where I'm going with this is, I'm noticing now there's, there's some people out there listening to this shit straight away. I'm not sure who those people are. Cause it ain't me, obviously, but I mean, I'm trying to figure out who, who it is, whoever it is. You could be a lurker. I noticed there's like, I have people like this on Twitch who lurk and they never really say anything. Hold on, (laughs) hold on one second. Yeah. So we're back. So anyways, the original point of that was shout outs to the people who seem to be listening from the jump from 21 jump street uh I appreciate the support. I appreciate the. This is definitely. I'm assuming this is not anything. Not to sound like some, like some kind of jackass, uh, quote unquote. I'm unique kind of a guy. I'm just saying this is probably of a, more of a, of a, a different kind of a. Hence why I call it the rant Cast and not the podcast because I don't. It's, I'm not even really trying to go for professionalism. I'll be very honest with you guys. <laughs> you know coming from an, uh, a bit of an FM radio oh man I almost forgot about that like damn having to read PSAs so I remember we had to read this is like at the first was this also in the, this was, was it the two different radio stations yeah you had to read like um a certain number of PSAs like i think there was like 4 or something and then you had to you you had to read specific PSAs and then you think you had to read some kind of like um some mouse events or something and um they, so that they oh man i forgot about this shit they had this little like um it was like one of these wooden kind of like boxes like chess kind of a thing so you open the little box and you read the cue, cue cards. Even though the, the, the sta- even though the both stations had like computers, they like insisted on read the cue card. So you read the cue card, and that was good because it kind of gets you into a. Because I think it for people like me who like didn't necessarily, yeah, yeah, I'm on the radio, but at the time, I wasn't really trying to talk much. So it kind of would force me to to read. And it also gave me like a bit of a a forced structure within the the show. Yeah, interesting those days. I've been somewhat reminiscing on the past, not dwelling, but it's kind of like looking at how far I've come a bit. Like I I have. What was the episode that that happened? Um, a couple episodes ago was like year after your progress or something or something of the sort any case so thanks for the so thanks for those people who, who remember who listen and I guess this is sort of my this is gonna be see how this one does numbers wise I that the numbers really matter but it'll be interesting to see so I'm currently looking at my like this laptop which I barely use anymore As of of the past week, well, it's true. Like I was saying, I barely use it except to record mixes. Now I'm looking at all the shit I got on here and I'm not really seeing a justifiable reason to. And it's just too awkward using it for like actual computing. So I'm looking at like everything is more or less on the external so I can keep the external. What else do I have? Let's go Macintosh HD. There's really nothing that like, like this, is, this is bullshit. So I can really now I'm in a place I can. Okay, here we go. Um, I can just copy literally copy everything and just put it onto the external. And that's the end. I don't even have pictures on the actual computer itself. Everything's on the external documents. Let's see. Yeah. There's nothing really, yeah. Oh, some tax shit. Uh, My resume. I got curious about what the process is of changing a name. So, there's a a file here. Application to change an adult's name. I would never change my name, but... Oh, man. Adobe. Adobe, apparently, is... uh, (laughs) deactivated let's see anyway so that's kind of the that's the um, scenario with that again the theme of doing more with less and it's also not just doing more with less it's kind of like a de like I began this kind of decluttering process back in what February for people who some people on Twitter probably saw me doing that little like clean kind of like okay here's me cleaning my at the time the apartment was like really in a, in a rough shape and uh, this is kind of when i when i say that like i am like now that it, there's an official mental health awareness month it's like when you're trying to make your own purpose a bit more about that these these it's like bell let's talk um it's like yes these are good initiatives and I'm actually hopping in you hop in the conversations and so I actually I haven't really hopped in the Twitter conversation which is where this is really playing out so uh, again engaging with people with similar kind of battles and struggles but then also making it it's like Black History Month it's like it happens for a month everybody's gung-ho I'm guilty of it too and then as time goes but the thing of you know let me complete that thought as time goes on, because I, I was literally listening to one or two episodes, and I noticed that like I'll like I'll start and then comp- I'll start multiple thoughts and then not complete them. But, <laughs> but, um, so you you know you the month comes, everybody's all gung ho, everybody's all fired up to 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 really showcase you know whatever the theme of that month is. This month, mental health women's history, um, black history, so on and so forth. And then you got to say to yourself, like, you know what? Like, this should be all the time. Like, how can I rope this shit all the time into my day-to-day? And maybe... So I'm actually kind of going, it's interesting. It's like now, instead of just ranting about shit that happened to me, I'm actually kind of... You know, as the weeks have gone by, it's like, know focusing more on I don't want to be say positivity be corny being you know very cliche with the with the statements but it's a combination of okay so first you see this this little urban X mission that happened that was one then what is the other thing for some reason you know even though I, I I don't want to give too much energy to this these twitter wars and these tech war of twitter fingers and these you know these debates that seem to be playing out on twitter a lot back and forth Um, for some reason i find it kind of like it's giving me a bit of a um, it's giving me something to look forward to in the morning like okay what's about to happen now like what are people gonna get into now um, and also, I think this is—I think part of it too—is I've been consistently consuming less long-form content. I'm probably down at this point to like one content producer who's like it's the—it's the, more of a practical like, you know, things involving SEO and. Just general shit like that. But even that's not even that long form. It's like. uh, I'm not really using. Content as escapism. In the way that maybe last year. That I was a bit more inclined to do so. And definitely the year before. It's more like a. What are the useful parts of this. Of this video stream. Or whatever. Or audio stream. That I can just take and use. And what parts of it aren't useful to me. And, indefinitely definitely in the past week, well, yeah, yeah, so I'm down to like w- only one person that I really watch and I'm about to actually unfollow a bunch of, of shit because I'm realizing like, you know what, the perspectives aren't that different. This is, this is kind of the problem when the perspectives of all the content out there is not that different when you get into this like parodying. And regurgitating and respewing and reiterating of Whatever the car co- oh, I yawned in the RANDcast. <laughs> um when it's like opinions that don't differ that much. So currently the pitch sure. the pitchforkish opinions are the dominant opinions. Um and I think some of the the people who follow the man who shouldn't be named they're they're trying to play up on this kind of a thesis of like oh well you all all oh, y'all kind of spew the same group think and this person's a different thinker and therefore because this person's a different thinker you know it's like the other day i was what was i it had to have been a video that i was making or something and i was talking about being a contrarian so, what, what's like a practical? What's a what's a very simple way of being a contrarian? um Okay, so I ooh that spike didn't look the spike didn't look good. It's, it like went almost beyond the red. Anyway, so <laughs> sorry if that pierced somebody's eardrum, but um, so. I made a video earlier, uh, hours ago at this point, where I discussed where well, it was a short, like too many video. Where I make this little like PSA disclaimer to my basically non-existent YouTube community. Totally like, there's like one to scroll, <laughs> my one YouTube subscriber, but then I got a bunch of people on Facebook, like 300 or ever. So I make this video. I'm like, okay. For the next month, I'm gonna be experimenting with putting the same, putting a video on both YouTube and Facebook, and seeing which one gets a bit more views. Even though I really shouldn't be thinking about it from a views standpoint, but it's more. I just want to see the data to see. It's kind of like not necessarily about or get quote unquote organic reach, but more like. The simple reality of put a video up. Who will people more people view it on Facebook versus YouTube? Because there's this larger kind of conversation about Facebook being the new move. It started kind of like with Facebook watch. This is piercing my ears. But I can't lower the the high any lower. I guess I can. There we go. Test let me just see. Test, 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 test. test. That'll do. So, yeah. So, um, Facebook being kind of like, as they take steps to further um, entrench themselves in the video world as a video platform, that's their state objective. That's their kind of long-term plan. Versus YouTube. And I guess YouTube pissing off a lot. of. So, basically, it's kind of a game between like Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. So I've kind of gone gone all in on on uh what's that? I've I'm, I've gone all in on Twitch from a streaming standpoint, and then there's also Facebook from a like a pre-produced video standpoint, and then I didn't you know, I'm, and then there's like the Twitter, like Twitter has its own little like video thing, but because Twitter is like a real stream, kind of almost designed for the the real short attention spans, I guess you could say. People aren't seeking out video in that way on Twitter, even though things go viral and shit. Like you see it all the time. Every day I see something like someone blew up, quote-unquote. It's like a joke. It's like, oh, you blew up. I see that all the time on uh, Twitter now. Um, but at the same time, kind of having more of a a concrete kind of archive. I don't like You can... Yes, there's the media section of your Twitter account but i mean more like a real archive of like here are the videos you know here are the photos organized in a certain way anyway so i post this on facebook like look i'm gonna be posting sometimes not all the time but once in a while i'm gonna post the same video here and on youtube (laughs) realizing that nobody probably had a clue that even about the youtube channel but at the same time um I'm like, look, I'm not going to do this all the time. And this is, is, I don't cross promote these at all. So if you ever do, this is more like a preemptive thing. Like in the future, if somebody sees this, if somebody, as I always say, for whoever stumbles across this, you don't want to piss off that person when they're like, okay, I'm going to follow this guy on YouTube. Wait a minute. His Facebook is the same shit. So it's like not uploading the same things all the time, but um, enough just to see the data. And so hold on, let me I gotta I'll be right back. We are back. Get okay, back. So so with that whole strategy of what's with, what's going on with Facebook as a platform, quote unquote platform, what's going on with YouTube and Twitch. It's like the idea of being a contrarian. Um not, not just for the sake of being a contrarian but like experimenting with because the youtube game is fairly saturated but you can you know i never took youtube seriously at all uh, last year i was putting a bunch of shit like random videos out anyway um so yeah being a contrarian using different different strategies to get to the the um Sort of the, the the point B, if you will. Now, and this is spe- especially in light of what's going on with Facebook. People are kinda like kind of like anti Facebook, or well, on paper, or oh, sorry, they say they're anti Facebook, but then there's an increase in in people signing up for it. You know, more there's more accounts now on Facebook than there was pre. Cambridge Analytica so people say that they're pissed off with Facebook but in the end it's like meh so in any case being a contrarian and then being a contrarian with you know the consumption of or at least the you know the the expressing of opinions and the consumption of certain opinions so people kind of championed the man who shouldn't be named for quote-unquote being a contrarian but it's like when it's contrarianism based in the need to be to be a contrarian the kid that wears whatever just to get likes (laughs) i said likes because i in my head i was gonna say um get attention at school but then i'm like i gotta make this a a 2018 digital reference so to get likes um, on whatever whatever site or to get a comment or being different for the sake of being different like hipsterism almost and this is becoming you know i think we've become it's like an it's like it's been there's like an equal there's an equal amount of people that are group thinking and then there's an equal amount of people who are trying to position themselves as the opposite of groupthink, which then creates its own groupthink. It sounds like Captain Obvious, but this is how it's playing out. It's becoming, a, it's becoming a society of echo chambers and opposing echo chambers. And I had this conversation with someone who was older, actually, the other day. They're like, yeah, this was the, it was the classic. How much time do I got left on this? All right, I'll just rance till I like, can see. It gets over smooth. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pick this up in another in another little razz. Let's get to the 600 bars here. Um, let me try and drag this out a bit. So yeah, we're in this idea of echo chambers. And these echo chambers, you know, while we like to believe that blocking out bullshit and i'm guilty of this too what does this do to all the various factions it's like we're almost more faction and fragmented than uh the previous generation maybe it's kind of often on the position themselves like yeah we were so much more because we were less in an echo chamber it made us interact with diverse range of people who perhaps we wouldn't want to agree with i think that what's happening in the current so yes there's the yes, there's the echo chambers but what's kind of happening is now that it's like a hyper accelerated sense of dealing with people who you don't necessarily want to be with i'm going to get to what i specifically mean by that once i get to 631 bars It up in another segment, please. Test. So in the past two weeks I've had two conversations with older individuals who believe that or who at the very least buy into that kind of conventional thinking that yeah, social media is making people antisocial Um, and then I actually had a third one with a younger person because this person was conducting a study on how social media can be used to engage people, used for social action what it's doing to us as a a society what are the um the dangers of social media and you know all those all the things that people have been talking about for years now and all those questions that people have been asking for years and so you know in all three instances what came up one of the themes that came up was and I really don't like the social media tag anymore. It's like, I, I I kind of will say social networks, even though, but this is like, you know, this stuff is like the main form of, it's like the main communication tools, but the, the name we give it is social media. So I guess you have to use it. But, um, all the thing, one of the main things that came up was that, okay, people are so fragmented. People are so, quote-unquote, moving towards an, a more antisocial scenario where you conduct all of your interactions through the phone. You don't have to leave your house if you really... Well, I mean, I don't think that's true. I think that's an exaggeration. You don't have to leave your house. You you, People who, wouldn't, who were inclined not to leave their house would have not left their house regardless of whether they had a, a smartphone. You know, so there's that. But I think what all three people were getting at was that these echo chambers it reinforces beliefs only the beliefs you want to hear confirmation bias if you will um it can lead it going to the extremes at least the dangerous kind of behavior whether it's incels whether it's alt-right whether it's whatever and therefore people are becoming you know Their brains are becoming more fried eggs. And I'm kind of like, you know, in all three of those conversations, I said to myself, well, I thought about it. I reflected on it. Then I thought about the, then I said to them, like, this isn't really different than before. People maybe just hit it better. Now, in one case, there's definitely... People are painting a doom and gloom scenario a lot with the, what's happening in the world. Oh, we're... The amount of times I've heard Trump is going to blow up the world. It's funny that I would name Trump, but not the other guy. Okay, we'll name him. Kanye. So, it's funny that people Oh, boy. People will... Um, they want to, yeah so people were accusing him like people were accusing him yeah he's going to blow up the world and he's going to instigate World War 3 and we're all doomed and etc etc and so on and so forth now they're attributing now they're <sighs> yeah, now they want to give him the credit for uniting North and South Korea but the point is that you would think that the amount of negativity people were spewing about this so-called world war three that was going to happen this the blowing up of the world that was going to happen the doom and gloom scenario which none of them none of these people could really affect anyway um it's kind of like you are this is the this is the collective echo chamber of doom and gloom um and i guess this is why even though i kind of clowned or maybe was a bit dismissive of all of the super motivational kind of chatter and banter which is good i didn't really want to come up maybe i thought about it i recorded these rants and then like i may remember them down the road and down the road mean days down the road I didn't really want to be dismissive of that because the motivational shit, if it's getting people to do something and if it's positive for people, then that's good. That's the point. So it's good that that exists to counter. I think I said this in that particular rant, but it counters this doom and gloom bullshit that's happening. That's playing out, really. And so... These echo chambers... i think they i think at the very least they serve a purpose of exposing the extreme philosophies of well first it exposes the extreme philosophies of any one particular group of people then it also exposes how far are people willing to go into a ideology or philosophy like how far versus just exposing the fact that they're involved meaning if people are so because this is a lot of the shit is just emotional reactions right so people are reacting to something emotionally whether it's the incels whether it's the fucking alt-right whether it's whatever the quote-unquote social justice quote-unquote social justice warriors oh man sometimes I wonder like it's like when you take a term when you take a, a slangology and then you turn it into something that has power um something that it has power in its ability to offend people like sjw in and of itself is like whatever it's become so derogatory but anyway when you t- <laughs> when you start taking these extremes people who are emotionally driven people who are pissed off at something it's not logical in the it's veiled as logical it's veiled as logic, but then really it's... It's like the outrage against all of the... Eh, maybe I shouldn't go there. But it's like... It's veiled as logic, it's reactionary behavior. And this is where you get the Hitlers and the Mussolini's and the Idi Amin's. And whenever you can just rope a, bunch, a group of people into a... Stir, it's easier to control. And I think that's what you have when you have... Um, echo chamber crews but because of a digital because it's a digital spaces becomes more of an inaction right I mean that's not true all of the groups I mentioned have taken action but I think it's isolated individual actions that um, once they kind of show their hand it's kind of like easy to see them from a mile away you can see each and one these these, it's kind of hard it's it it became it took less time to make it increasingly harder for these people to act on this bullshit so look what happened today with the dude this teenager i don't know if y'all noticed that there's been several like almost like attempted plots and attempted shootings and so on did you see this this kid that just got arrested 17 years old got arrested today for planning some kind of like IS scenario in a a mall or some shit like for all the mass shootings violent crime is down right I this is something that like we live in this big data age and yet we don't want to produce that data I don't know it's weird Glad I wasn't videotaping because I just rubbed my eye for probably thirty seconds. Anyway, (laughs) um, so yeah, this is kind of my this is my little viewpoint on yeah, and you know, it's it's for me it's becoming this scenario where like I'm so I'm so conscious of what's going on around me. I'm so. Aware and so, almost like hyper alert. But I also, when I'm in public, I just try and zone, block out everything, except for women. <laughs> but oh man, like the summer come, summer's back, man. I was in the mall today, and I'm like, oh shit. Anyway, um, the blocking out of. It's like, it's like, um, it's like a borderline, you know, this borderline paranoia when it's like, you know, people who get really offended that they think you say something about them and I've been guilty of this too. oh was this person saying some shit about me in public? Or did they make a comment when I walked by or, you know, and then there's the other people who have that, who have that, um, suspicion of you or whatever and it's like the solution is just to be so in your own zone that you never even know right like I don't know why so you know I think I think that's kind of like the theme of like what we need to be dealing with here with with um the Trumps the Kanye's the bullshit the foolishness the stupidness the comments the um I know I'm not being specific (laughs) but um especially when you're clearly being baited it's like you're being baited do you react you know you're being baited in something that will then show your hand or will then drag you into a trap of sorts um You know, I've often I've, I've spoken about last year being almost provoked a few times into like a violent action because of some racial bullshit. Which, um, you know, for for all of the we're Canada and we're separate, there was definitely an increase in kind of like around the time that Trump was up to his buffoonery on Twitter, and then around the when he got elected, and then after he got elected. It's like, there was definitely a spike I noticed in sideways comments from people. And then over, it's kind of like, racism. Unlike ever before. But, it was all just to provoke, right? What was this one thing on Twitter that happened, that literally, like, maybe an hour ago? Let me see if I can recall this quickly. Oh yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I guess Daz, and those of you who ain't really a hip-hop, if you're not a hip-hop crowd, Daz, Daz and Corrupt, Dog Pound, legendary West Coast producer, he basically puts out some form of a, it's not a hit, but it's like a, he kind of called for him to be down or some shit, to be, to, for Kanye being down for his, what I guess would have been the slavery remarks. And um, the slavery being a treasure marks. This one dude is like, so you're gonna put, you're gonna, you're gonna, put out a a quasi hit on Kanye for what he said, but George Zimmerman, you're letting George Zimmerman walk. George Zimmerman is still alive, and he's still walking around. (laughs) And now, so I saw that. I'm like, yeah, this is true. That was like, that's one of those like one of those moments I'm talking about, like every day on Twitter, I see this, something like go quasi viral or mini viral. That shit had a bunch of resweets and likes. Um, so there's that, but then someone responds, well, that would just confirm. Like if he set if he, if he sets it off on Zimmerman, it's just going to confirm what these cops or the, you know, white supremacists or whoever it'll just confirm what they want to believe about blacks anyway that they're gangbangers that they act from a violent place and so on and so forth and I'm like I can see that point too I can see that too but the original point still and when I say I can see that too it's like are you gonna react it would've been so easy just to for Zimmerman to get got and then it's like that just proves whatever whatever the his fear right his original fear when he got the shooting something like that would confirm so it sucks that yeah okay maybe actually let I me mean, this i'm not going to put myself out there i'm not going to be i'm not going to yeah i'm not going to say that but <laughs> what i will say is this you know it is a it is delay, a point that needs to be addressed. Um, someone has to there's at some point your actions have to have some kind of repercussions. And there tends to be a case, and I think I'm noticing this increasingly that you can only be an idiot for so long from a like. There's it's humiliating people, dehumanizing people, being a narcissist, being an asshole. None of which I am. But I'm saying for those people that are, you can only get away with that for so long before it's like your act wears thin. And people are just like, we had enough of this fucking guy. Get this guy the fuck out of here. And I think Mr. West is experiencing that. Hold on. Let me finish that thought though. Mr. West is experiencing that right now, obviously. We'll be right back. Hold on. stop recording that little last section of the rant and then I just passed out because I had to be up early but um so I'm here the showers running now I wanted to take this moment to reflect on a little something I saw a little op- opportunity for another side gig Um, I won't get into the details of what it is but it runs early morning It's like a three, four hour thing that happens every weekday morning. So I'm like, all right, I'll send something out for this. Try and fill up my day as much as possible. And it's the kind of thing though where I had to really dumb down my resume. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, it's to me, nothing is necessarily below me but it's the kind of thing where you really have to dumb down your resume. This is something I found. This is a mistake that I, I sort of made right when I moved back to this city after graduating. It was like the job market is such that you're going to take something, even in the short term, employment wise, that is might not match whatever you think. And it's experience level too, right? Like if you... you This is kind of the, that never ending argument about university or college. It's like you come, well, maybe not college, but university. So say you spend, maybe I'm even lucky that I I didn't jump straight to graduate school, which I still don't really know if I want to do. I don't think I'm going to do it, but I think I just need little actual, you know, some certifications here and there if necessary. And then mostly just to keep doing what I'm doing. For the most part, um having a steady client base and just pushing through that um, but then at the same time, it's like every once in a while you see something like, yeah, I could do this for a few extra dollars here and there, but so I see this thing uh yeah, so what was I say yeah, so you come out of you come out of your undergrad and then maybe you some people they go straight away to their masters, and then some people they go straight away to PhD. So that's like, let's say in total, 10 years of no experience, other than like working whatever job here and there. Then you come out, and then you have no real meaningful like professional experience, and you're kind of up shit's creek, so to speak. But in any case, I see this thing online. This, this it's like, I think it, it amounts to maybe 20 hours a week, but it's early mornings. It's like four or five to eight or nine, and so I go about the process of. Actually, it's not it wasn't much of a process. I already have what I call a dumbed down version of my resume in which I don't even put education. I just put I put a mix of like the sort of jobs that would match the thing that I'm applying for, which is what you should be doing, Captain Obvious moment. But in this case. This is kind of an experiment of, okay, if I can dumb down my resume enough, will I get this straight up? And it's the same thing as sort of, um, it's like an experiment. It's one of these experiments that I I run. It's the same kind of experiment. It's like my real name is ethnicized, right? and i've ran i've done that test you see these articles about the studies about oh yeah people with anglicized names tend to get a better response at least maybe not even necessarily they get hired straight away but they get a better response than ethnic than like non non-ethis, non-ethicized non-anglicized names get a better response than ethnicized names and so i ran that test a few times actually in the past couple of years and it worked <laughs> you know what i mean so you wonder, you're like, hmm, I think when they, when people produce these studies, this is the thing with studies, it often creates, because people put a lot of value into these studies, the results of the study that are publicized then become the excuse that people use to not do anything. So people, I'm sure there's a bunch of people like Trump, it's like, oh, Trump is racist, therefore I'll never succeed, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm sure it's when Stephen Harper was around up here in Canada, there were people thinking that too. Um, obviously Canada is a bit different, but this is the, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, my name is, my name is anglicized. Therefore, or my name is not is ethnicized. Therefore I'll never achieve anything. It's kind of like you run the test. You see that the results of the so-called study, well, the results are true. And then you're like, oh, next. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like my own individual progress has not been... When I look at my own life, when I do what I call a self-examination, it's like my own life has never been really hindered by the fact that I have a, <laughs> a name that's kind of harder. Well, it's really not hard to pronounce, but people tend to... Because they see it's not anglicized, they try and like get really creative with the pronunciation. So they overcomplicated themselves but in any case it doesn't it really doesn't matter like you, you, you need to sort of if you have skills and if you have talent and experience these things will play out in a way that you should be able to succeed on whatever level however you deem success you will succeed anyway that's it I think I've run out of the six. yeah we're now at 640 bars that little blurb there was just kind of to fill out the space of the the rant cast the 640 bar 23 minute and 16 second rant. Have a good day. Peace.